Hey, hey, it's Lucy and Dan. Dan and Lucy. Welcome to our next episode of the Grievance Committee. We're now on episode 21. So we're happy to be here today. Um, Dan, how you going, buddy? I'm great, Lucy. Hope you're well. Hope your grievers listening in are well. What's been happening? <laughs> oh, not much, really. Just, um, you know, doing my thing. Your thing. Please don't fucking talk like that. You're white. Or sort of. <laughs> With a mixture of this, that, the other. I'm a mix of a lot of things, so I can use a lot of sayings, can't I? Yeah, a bit so. Think I could get away with things that you can't. Yes, sad but true. Sad but true. Because <laughs> so, I rarely get away with anything. <laughs> I think you get away with too much. Huh. <laughs> I was uh, so reminiscing on our last episode. Um, Oh, it's fucking mad tourists and their behaviour. <laughs> I sure did um, see it after the episode, you know, I'm driving around and I can um, <laughs> think back to our podcast and all the little examples that we had and it's so true. Yeah, I think we hit the nail on the head with a lot of them. I think some of the feedback that we got, uh, people out there agreeing with what we got to say. Well, my sister's in Bali at the moment and um, she's part of a page called Barley Bogans. Ah, well, she'll fit in well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it got me laughing because um, I'm also on that page. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and basically, um, you know, it was all, all, you know, all Aussies were all like, you know, concluding together. We're all going to Bali and we all want to meet up in the Australian Collu- bar. Colluding. Colluding. Concluding. Concluding's ending. <laughs> The only thing ending in Bali was Chappelle Corby's freedom. <laughs> I think she had a little bit of white privilege over there, though, don't you? She had a bit of fucking Asian cock, too. Oh, she, she sure did. And a dog. What was what was Chappelle Corby's dog's name? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for your grievers, get on Wikipedia or Google. Let us know the name of Chappelle Corby's dog. And we're, not cho- talking, and we're not talking about a sister Mercedes. <laughs> What a fucking thing. Oh, God. Oh, is that, what are we talking about today? Things? <laughs> things. Things. Well, there's an episode coming up, Grievers. Things. Oh, that could be. Because any, anything and everything can be a thing. And that could be really interesting. Something? Oh, jeez. This is what happens when I sit here, I think, and I start drinking some of our uh, non-sponsors rummage beverage. They really need to come on board because I could really give them a good plug and I could use some free grog. Yeah, we'll test it out for you. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon you'd enjoy it too. <laughs> well, I saw a couple of things today. I'll tell our grievers about some of the – we don't want to waste all our things, but tell us, tell us about one of the things you saw today. Are we talking about a human thing? A human thing, but we'll ah, we'll, we'll we'll save it we'll save it for ne- for next time. I think. Ooh, you can't <laughs> dangle. You can't dangle. Come on. Of course One we can. No, because I want to know. <laughs> Fuck the grievers. I want to know. <laughs> Love you, grievers. Well, um, where I live, on um, a Thursday afternoon, seems to be a very popular day in town. And what I witnessed today was, it was kind of sad, but. Thing is the way that you'd um, express it. There was mm-hmm. this bloke, and he's um, walking, um, you know, like his trolley to the shop, to the supermarket. It's a Thursday, so you know it's during the week, and 
He has a parish yeah, pe- pe- pension day. Yeah. See, pension day in Australia isn't like just senior pension day. It's pension day for all types of benefits. So this bloke, he's walking and he's got a pair of shorts on and he's got a t-shirt on. But the shorts were too short and the t-shirt was too short. And <laughs> what was in between that t-shirt and that shorts was a thing. What, his belly or his his, his, oh, his, his belly. Uh, but it was like down to the knees. Like it wasn't just like, it, it was, yeah, it was really sad. Do you know what they call that on a woman? Yeah, I do. <laughs> For our grievous who Tell us short, then. <laughs> it's called a gunt. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the gut that hangs over the cunt. I remember when you told me about that. Did you make, <laughs> did you make that one up? No, I looked. I can't remember. I wouldn't like to take credit for it, but I thought it was a pretty common saying. But uh, I remember yeah. when you told me, and I was absolutely shocked, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but oh, over the years, I've gotten used to that. Well, I've, that start, I've started, I've started seeing it. Like you know, that's what I saw oh, today. And, and and isn't it like when you buy a new car, <laughs> and then you see that same car everywhere? Everyone's got one. Yes, yes. Or like when there's a fad, you know, like the fucking. I don't know, bloody chicks on their white Converse fucking sneakers and they haven't got jobs. It's been 160 bucks. But every second bitch walking the streets is wearing them from the ages of 8 to 80. Yeah, yeah. I see it everywhere. Well, yeah, if you, once you see a gunt or you're aware of the gunt. You can't go back. And no amount of active wear can de-expose. Is that the word, the opposite to expose? because the problem is, like, if you if you end up trying to, like, not wear tight-fitting clothes, you end up wearing a muumuu, and that can be even worse. Homer Simpson had a moo <laughs> I love that episode. But anyway, we're talking about this poor old bloke, so I guess that's just called gut. It was just, yeah, it was, I mean, the fact, okay, if it's okay that it was there, but it was the way that he had this little short shirt on. It was like a mini crop top type thing, and the shorts were obviously underneath, and it was just there, and mm, it was gosh. really, I think, um... It was and, no like, fuck, and no fucks to give. He didn't give like. a shit at all, and when you looked at him by accident, because it was a shock... He looked you straight in the eye in like a... A sexual way or what are you no, looking at way? No, in a, I fucking know. Don't you dare say a word. I don't care what you think. Well, the poor bastard lives with it. He, he would know. Maybe he's trying to get a bit of a tan on his uh, t- spare tyre. <sighs> anyway, that's my thing that I saw today. Was he, was he sweaty? Yeah. What yeah. colour was the T-shirt? Was it white? It was like a salmon-y pinky colour. Oh, well, he's making an effort. Oh, you didn't see it, Dan. There was no efforts made. Mm. Yeah, sad, sad though. If you if you look into it deeper, you go, okay, why was that? Per- why is that person like that? Why are they wearing that? Mm. You know. So then, then you get the sad, the sad side. But of that's it. for someone else's podcast to give a. That's fuck right, about. exactly. We're just talking about things. But today's episode isn't about things, is it? What's today's episode is about? Well, I think today we're going to talk about uh, the old wives' tales and the old medicines that may not necessarily be prescribed, if you will. But <laughs> Wack, but wacky home me- as, home remedies. But yeah, home remedies. But things that do just as good or a better job <laughs> than the shit dished out at the chemist. Disclaimer: We are not medical professionals. Do not disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer. 
I could be this this episode twenty one could be the most unfactual load of shit you've ever listened to. <laughs> so do but not hey, take this advice angry, as gold because uh, <laughs> you might learn nothing. That's right. You might be able to um, tell us some of your home remedies that um, seem crazy, but do they work? Maybe. So, okay, the first home remedy, wacky home remedy that I could think of was this one. Have you ever heard of, when you're sick, putting onions on the bottom of your feet? I've heard that, but I've never done it. I was hoping that you'd say, oh, we've all done it, haven't we? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I won't say, do I look like a fuckwit, because that's an open-ended question, but do I look like a fuckwit? Do I look like the sort of guy who's going to put onions on the bottom of his feet to feel better? And the grievance committee can't, sorry, our grievers can't see what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. You probably shouldn't be seeing what you're seeing. <laughs> No, so the onions in the feet. Now, I did, you know, I remember a long time ago, I was so sick. And, like, in two days' time, I had this, like, big party coming up that I really wanted to go to. And um, my grandmother had said, oh, you know, you put an onion in the room. So I Googled it and I found out this onion on the feet. So I remember putting, chopping up the onion, putting it on my feet, putting socks on, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I didn't get the smell off my feet or my bed for weeks. Ugh. And I don't... And, yeah, and and that's big coming from you, you big foot person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was gross. Sicko. Yeah. What about... um? Oh, I'm trying to think. Some of that weird shit you get told growing up or that we pass on that that works. Like uh, you put cloves of garlic in your on your gum or on your tooth when you've got a toothache. Never done that. Well, I've had enough people over the years tell me that. I've had a toothache recently, which I'm medicating better with this fucking champion remedy, but we won't mention its name, but it's from the the rum trees of Bundaberg. (laughs) But we won't advertise. But that does much more for my oral pain than any tree does. No. Mm. It's a short-term resolution, isn't it? (laughs) just like a wank short-term satisfaction (laughs) with your garlic with your garlic though like i know that um that clove oil can work but it's just like um it's the same thing and it's just it's a natural version of like an anesthetic isn't it it's no different to having yogurt or milk when you have chilies Oh, all I know is that putting garlic in your mouth, like raw like that, can you imagine the smell? <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're not worried about the smell if you're stuffing that sort of stuff in your gob. <laughs> there's lots of, lots, of, what there's about... there's lots of places that garlic can go and is being recommended. So here's a question going a bit off kilter. Yeah. How do vampires get their toothaches gone if they can't put garlic on their tooth? I don't think they'd have toothaches because they don't eat food, have... do they? You don't know. They just drink blood. Yeah, but they've got fangs. <laughs> and if they bite in the skin, sooner or later they're going to chip a tooth bite into some hardened 78-year-old man's neck. There's something I need to tell you, Dan. You're a vampire? Vampires don't exist. No, no, no. That's, that's God. 
<laughs> oh, oh, oops. There's no chance of a vampire, I'm sure. I've seen movies. Haven't you seen From Dust Till Dawn? Oh, it's brilliant. M- must be real. When I um, went to Italy recently, um, literally, it, um, I remember I went to this, um, like an opera, you know, like an opera, and um, all of the... Is, she the... is that the black chick who gives away shit in the crowd like Ellen does now? No. It was an actual opera. like a Ah, not Oprah. No, no. <laughs> An Carry opera, on. and um, I'm just fucking with you. All, all of the um, all of the people who were at this opera, it was like a small opera, so it was like in this mansion house, and you sat in the middle of the mansion, and they sang around you. Anyway, mm-hmm. as I looked around, every single person that worked there was incredibly perfect. Mm-hmm. As in, they looked perfect. That like, sounds like Dracula's up on the Gold Coast when that used to be there. Well. They looked perfect, and I said to William, "Okay, Italy's kind of where they, where the, you know, the vampire kind of thing came from. I wouldn't be surprised if they're real." You know why Italy's shaped like a boot? Why? Because you can't fit that much shit in a shoe. <laughs> it's just sitting out a, a shout out to our Italian listeners. You start, you're starting on the, you're starting on the Italians now. <laughs> Who do Sorry. you like? Who do you like? Well, no one likes me, so, you know, why, why repay the favour? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling my mama. Well, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Vampires, garlic. Um, yeah, okay. So what other homemade random... Look, I'll, I'll go serious for a second here. Okay. Um... Medicinal marijuana. That's a controversial one. That's a controversial one, though, majorly. Yeah, but the thing is, it fucking works. How do you know that? Uh, Because I've got a a very close family member who's deteriorating rapidly, riddled with cancer, and two, two and a half years ago, he was given six months, and he's still going. His quality of life's not that great, but it's to the point where we can leave the house again. So he's, he's sm- smoking it or no, no. oil? Um, the oil. A little bit of both, I think. But the the improvement and and what it's done for him is, and he was one of those people. No, fuck off, no. Don't Wouldn't go near shit. it. No, um, but his kids basically banded together. Kids are all my age. Like my uncle, who's not a blood uncle, but he's my uncle. Mm. So this is a true story. Um, yeah, so, and seeing it and hearing it for my own eyes. So it's, and, it's and giving so, him quality of life. It's not curing him, though. There's no cure for cancer. Some people um, think, oh, and there's research out there that shows that um, that, Mary, that the marijuana oil, what is it, the cannabis oil, mm. There you go, cannabis yeah. oil can um, cure early stages of cancer and disease. Well, I guess if you get onto it quick enough, that's the thing. This is from asbestos from fucking 40, 50 years ago. finally mm. caught up with him. So I wonder why. So I know in some places it's legal, but a lot of places it's not. If if cannabis oil... It's legal to buy it. It's, not, it's illegal to sell it. 
<laughs> the good thing is, it's illegal to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pulp Fiction reference. Yeah, well, so I'll tell you my opinion of, of marijuana. I, I'll i be honest, I hate marijuana. I hate drugs, I hate marijuana, I hate it. So I think I don't think it should be legalised for, for recreational use. I, I don't believe in that. Um, but I do think it should be legal for... Um, you know, people who are terminally Medi- ill. Medicinal purposes. Yeah, medicinal. And this is the problem. Because the people who get it prescribed all of a sudden going to be having people fucking knock it off. See, a lot of places are making marijuana legal for recreational use now. Like, I was just on the news that somewhere, some more places in America it's legal now. So people can just... Is it regulating it like alcohol or is it... Well, is alcohol regulated? Well, There's a problem. I mean, we're, we're going off kilter here about remedies and that. Mm. You say you're, you hate drugs. Oh, I know. But there's no, there's no worse drug out there really than, than alcohol. No. It's freely, it... freely accessible. It's pretty cheap. Anyone mm. can get it. Anyone can consume it. And make it. And, and make it, yeah. Mm. Fuck, look at the 1920s prohibition. <laughs> See, the thing is... <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just get some potatoes. We'll, we'll be right. That's right. We'll make, we'll make your own vodka. So at least if it's legal, then people can buy it from a shop and it's more regulated in that sense. But, but I don't know. I, what causes more damage? Yeah. I don't know too many potheads who go on fucking rampages. They normally pieced out too much. To overexposure, like anything you have too much of, leaves you fucked up. Mm. You so look it, at people it, who it have kill, it too kills much. Head, it kills brain cells. Yeah, but we only use 5 or 10% of the fucking things anyway throughout a lifetime. <laughs> Take the 50% we don't use. That's well, a personal choice. If someone wants to be a zombie, fucking good luck to them. So they're leaving every other fucker alone. The thing that worries me is, like, you know, I've been to Amsterdam and I tried marijuana and it was horrible and it makes you feel really weird. And I was thinking, like, imagine people driving and all that kind of stuff when they're, you know, mm. smoking it because it stays in your system for a long time too. Well, it's harder to pass a, a, a drug test than it is with alcohol. Alcohol is straight out of your system. Well, yeah. You, you lose a drink an hour, a standard drink. Mm, mm. Yeah, but again, that, that's the thing with drugs where they test you like on work sites. Yeah. It's, there's there's an impairment level, not so much, yeah, they register in your system, but it's an impairment level they're looking for. So you can work with it in your system as long as you don't measure over the impairment level on that work site. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't like marijuana. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, well, drugs, it doesn't but... like you either. Oh, it doesn't. Oh my god, it doesn't. But again, if if you'd had more consistent exposure to it, you'd probably handle. Well, I don't. I don't smoke like marijuana. I don't touch the stuff. I had hash cookies back in about two thousand two, three. <laughs> thinking they do nothing to me. I ate two and a half of the things, and they hit me when I was driving down the freeway to Sydney to a footy match on the Central Coast. Oh. Mm, I know. Nothing like the feeling of not being in control. But I've never gone anywhere near the stuff since. No, it's just not my thing, but, you know. Yeah, but all I know is that, you know, a lot of people are protesting against it. But I do. if it's for medicinal use, I have no problem with it whatsoever. Okay. Well, let's get back on to the topic. What other home remedies? What about this? Guinness for pregnant ladies. Guinness, mm. a beer. Guinness, the beer, yeah. Yeah, but what, what, in what regard? What's the Guinness do? 
So it's an old wives' tale, and it's probably more popular in England than it is in Australia, but it is in Australia too, where old ladies, including my grandmother, say that Guinness is good for pregnant women and their babies because of the iron content. Huh. And safe. But obviously... How, how, far in, how far into a pregnancy? All throughout. Oh, blowed up. So I, yeah, so all I know is that... Um, so, so, so. Mm. Actually, nah, nah. All good. It's Carry a, on. It's a myth. It's a myth, okay? So, obviously, if you look into it, it's not even got any more iron than, than beer. And it's just a myth. But what they used to do back in the day is they used to get Guinness and they used to put, like, an iron poker in it to infuse it with iron. And then uh. the women used to drink that. But um, this myth seems to carry on over generations and people still do it. Well, they say smoking's bad for pregnant women and that, but obviously you see the fucking junkies and the shit getting around with a fucking arm and a leg full of kids hanging off them. And some of those kids are the most gorgeous, angelic-looking kids. <laughs> Yet the mother's a fucking haggard, junkie whore. So then again, you've, you know. you've seen you've seen um, the kids that have that um, was it um, alcohol, alcohol fetal, fetal syndrome? Yeah, I have. Yeah, they're, they're freaky looking, aren't they? They've got that like um. Oh look, I don't know why anyone would fucking put intentionally or or risk possibly harming their unborn child by taking unnecessary risks. I mean, for nine months, don't drink, don't smoke. Well, they reckon a, gl a glass of red's fucking actually good for you. Hmm. But if they say they say that there's even a chance of a risk, yep. Personally, no, there's there's no amount of alcohol that's been deemed safe. But these old wives' tales, which people believe, um, you know, oh, my cousin's wife, um, she said to me, oh, when I was pregnant, I just, all I drank was Guinness because of the iron. It's good for you. And I said, you know, that's a, an old wives' tale. It's absolutely untrue. And she's like, no, no, it's true. I've done it. My mother's done it. My grandmother did it. Doesn't uh, mean you're right. I know, exactly. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> you know, so wacky home remedies, old wives' tales. They, um, yeah, sometimes they're just hard to get rid of. Always check with your doctor about these old wives' tales. If, if symptoms product, see your sister. Also, have you heard about this one? How um, if you urinate in a cup and put baking soda in it and you're pregnant, if it fizzes, it's a boy. If it doesn't fizz, it's a girl. <laughs> and more people do it than you would know. I have never heard of that in my 41 years. Really? 41 and a half years, yeah. I've heard it heaps. So you're going to say they drink their piss. <laughs> no, honestly, people. Uh, I think there's a lot of people in like in Australia and America, and they've yeah, no, it's just an old wives' tale. But people believe it, and they'll they'll you know just buy pregnancy people, tests. People are stupid. They really are. Hmm. I hate people. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking a lot about pregnant stuff here, Lucy. <laughs> How about this you one know, then? You've been on been on a bit of a tangent here. Pregnancy or alcohol, it seems to be, doesn't it? Because the next one <laughs> that I looked at is... Hey, a lot of alcohol leads to unwanted pregnancies. It's hand in hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hair of the dog. I thought you'd like oh. this one. 
Yeah, well, I don't think it's an old wives' tale, but I think um, the best way to... Remedy of a hangover. Yeah, is to just keep drinking. It's got to hit you sometime, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's more the, the lack of sleep and the lack of hydration. See, oh, uh, I have drank through a hangover before. Yeah. It's fucking hard, but I guess um, once you've drank through it, you're okay. But, um, yeah, you pay for it later. I don't think it's a cure for a hangover. You, don't, you, 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 cannot, you can avoid the hangover, but you, ultimately you're going to get it. Well, yeah, I mean, some people get them worse than others. I mean, it's fucking weird. I could have seven or eight drinks and wake up shithouse. I could have a 15-hour day on the piss uh, and then on the rums and wake up and drive a car. It always surprises well, me legally, the lack of hangover that you get when you drink. Me? Yeah. Like, I've got to say, and Grievers, I was super impressed one time. Down on a big night out, and I met him. I wasn't out with him that night. And I met him in the morning because we'd organised to go for a walk, like a jog walk thing, exercise. I fucking kid you not, you were like a machine. Yeah, it, was a, it was a good three-hour walk. Was that the day I couldn't finish the Canadian maple yeah, pancake yeah. stack? Ah, yeah, I remember. I love that we did that. Did I smell like a, a, a brewery? Yes. From sweat? Yeah, good times. So halfway through, I remember going. Oh, Should right. get back into that exercise, cave, but that was fun. That was that was all right. I just, I'll be honest though, it's it that, that, that losing how, heaps how of weight and feeling good about myself. That was that was good. I enjoyed that. You're a machine. <laughs> Should do it again. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so some people maybe you don't get hangovers like normal people. I don't think I'm a normal person, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, I, I, I can't even do hangovers anymore. Like, I'm in bed for two days now. Back in the day, I remember mm. I used to drink, you know, Wednesday, Thursday night, weekend, whatever. I was fine. Mm. Now I have one big night and it takes me a good two, three days to get over it. I don't know. I remember one hangover specifically where um, we're at work vomiting in the fucking customer's toilets the next morning. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> That's what happens when you do a, when your company's so cheap. That they do a Christmas party midweek, and it's better. And 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 they yeah. alcohol included. <laughs> Thursday night. A Thursday night, alcohol included, minimal food, and everyone's expected to yeah. go to work the next day. What What do you want? To... So that's hey, a, got, that's an OHS risk. Got paid eight hours to fucking spew and do nothing. That was as good as a day off at full pay. I can't remember what we did for lunch that day. We would have done something. Ah, uh, we did burgers and chips. Who were? Someone wanted like, like, yeah, like TG ordered wanted felt like a hamburger, so we got works burgers that for Mayfield and West kebabs. <laughs> uh, you know my memory. I don't. I don't forget it. No, you don't. But um, yeah, no, that was that. That was probably one of the last hangovers I think oh, I ever had. I sounded like a child getting bashed. I was spewing that much. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, um, we uh, didn't drink um, drink through it for hair of the dog. We should have done that. Yeah, well, I generally wait for the site manager to take me out for beers during the week to drink the hangover. <laughs> oh, all right, well, what about home remedies from a far, far away land? Okay, well, have, you'll know more about this than I would. Have you heard of how, in some countries, they believe 
that murdering rhinos and elephants, cutting off their tusks and grinding it into powder and sniffing it is good for your libido. So like drinking Red Bull, Red Bull's full of it's not. bloody donkey spoof or something? No. So in like China, they've... So, they, so I've got to stop drinking it then. <laughs> in China, they use, like they poach, illegally poach elephants and rhinos that are, mm. you know, um, endangered. And they use their tusks and they wind it, they grind it up into like a powder and they sniff it up, and it's supposed that they they believe that it's good for your libido. But um, you know, for a long, long time, the tr- people have tried to ban it, you know, because I mean, it doesn't work, and it. How do um, you know? Because the science has proven it doesn't work. Have you savaged a foreign animal before and sniffed their <laughs> dusted tusks? So I don't think it gives you an instant libido. I think it's you know you know it's like taking vitamin C, and they say it's you know. But um, I, I always find it crazy that, you know, um, the science is there, it doesn't work, yet tradition shows that we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, cool. Well, when, when all the elephants are extinct, okay. then um, we won't be able to do it anymore, will we? Have you never heard of that? How have you never heard of that? What purpose do elephants serve? What purpose do you serve? No, I mean, no, I'm like, I love animals, but I mean, they get fucking abused in the circus. They're the saddest creatures, I think. If they fall over on you, you're fucked. <laughs> well, you've seen them in the wild. They just do their own thing. Yeah, I hang out in the wild. Yeah, I see elephants all the time. You don't like David Attenborough? Who? You know, um... Oh, the bloody documentary bloke. Yeah. He's not dickhead. Yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome. I don't watch documentaries on the hibiscus fucking something or other stalking its prey and watching some cockroach eat another ant's dick and then the two lions fighting in a puddle in South Africa. But have you seen um have you seen Border Patrol how they're always stopping like little Asians and they've got their like bags with like these yeah, elephant me, me, tusks? me not have drug, no drug, no drug. No, <laughs> and then they no, open, no, no they cash. open the suitcase and they've got like a big oh, rhino. I, I never seen that before. Yeah, it's just a whole African elephant in the suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Well, how else are you going to fit it into your suitcase unless you melt it down to dust? Oh, crazy bastards. Oh, wait, I flew down to Melbourne a couple of weeks ago and I got the whole fucking treatment. Did you? I got the, yeah, they fucking wandered me all over. and started, she goes, they check your shoes and everything in case you get traces of fucking bomb or something on you. Oh, did you do that, that little, like, swab thing with the piece of... I copped a lot, DNA and everything. Really? Yeah, I had to fucking stick something in my mouth. I said, well, at least fucking buy me dinner first. You didn't say that, did you? Yeah, it was fucking up past four in the morning. <laughs> Why you? That's a bit, you know. Some dodgy looking character. Oh, I have a 12-year-old son with me. He got the treatment too. Did he have Maybe to do Maybe they thought I was fucking, um, what's the word? Unsavory. Uh, no, when you're trafficking. Maybe they're trafficking young boys in a state. Some shit. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was good. I got, I got me wand attacked with a wand. I had to take me belt off because it beeped in the fucking... You take your shoes off. I mean, you're, you're not even going out of the country. I didn't think they did that. No, no, they they wandered me shoes, but I had to take my belt off because it went going through the beepy where you put all your shit in the conveyor belt. 
Ah, yes, yes. It's a fucking $10 belt from Kmart, for fuck's sakes. Must be authentic metal. So I took that off, so my pants fell down. So. She got a show, yeah. that's for then. <laughs> well, they, they didn't want they didn't want to bar me then when the little Saundo popped out. Oh, no. Whoops. <laughs> anyway. So what are, what, what, what are some ways that you use so that, you know when you're chopping onions and it makes you cry? What do you do to try and prevent that? Don't cut onions. <laughs> <laughs> do you not have onions in your diet? Uh, yeah, but I'll pre-chop them. I have them pre-chopped. Oh, really? Can you buy them pre-chopped? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I... Sliced, sliced, mooly, julienne, all that shit. I have never heard of that in my life. Yeah, you get them in a packet. In the freezer? I have never ever ever seen. You know where your pre-packed shit is, like your Caesar salads and all your different salads. Yeah. A bag of chopped up onions. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, well, I'm learning something new there. Yeah. Well, what can I say? <laughs> well, and onions, hey, they say, is good that, for your blood. That's correct? a good hack. Good life hack. Yeah. Look at, yeah. Well, what else? So, uh, so, chop, so no, chopping What's onions. Oh, chopping I'm onions. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble. Oh, so you've got a. Yeah, I've got a few. But I thought oh, I yeah, thought so. you might have a way. There's a few different things I mean, that pe that people say to help. Wear sunglasses. Also, people say wear those um you know those goggles you can buy. Um, now this is the oldest one in the book. I'm doing since you don't chop onions, you probably don't think about it, but. Um, well, I pe you peel onions, don't you? Not chop them. You chop them. You peel it, then chop it. Yeah. Dice okay. it. Dice Diced. it. Yeah, dice it. Diced. There you go. Um, some people put bread in their mouths while they're chopping the onion. It's supposed to help. Oh, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> How's that going to help? I don't know. Hey, it's one of the biggest ones. <sighs> but I thought that was funny. The things that we'll do. It's like, it's um, like if you if you, if you fuck a chick up like upside down, <laughs> like she stands on her head after you're blowing her, she won't. Sorry, after you ejaculate, unprotected sex into her unprotected body vagina, um, that she can't fall pregnant. That'll all fall out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet some idiot's done it. Bet some idiot believes that. Well, to me, if they went upside down, it'd all fucking seep up into there. Like, liquid goes flat well, down, doesn't it? It doesn't yeah. go up. Yeah, well, it's kind of stupid, isn't it? It's like the pull-out method. It's not real. The Hawaiian pull-out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's if, not on, it's not on. If it's, it's not, not on, on, it's, on, it's anyway. not on. <laughs> That's what I tell people. If in doubt, pull out. <laughs> I usually say if it's not on, it's not on. That's what you should. That's that. That should be the word of advice. But it should be. If it's not on, it's in the throat. Oh. Yeah, I, I think I need to. I think I need to fucking. Be, I need to be grounded. Comments like that on the grievance committee. That's taking it too far. Hashtag not on your watch. <laughs> it's like um, you know. Also, good job, Dan. He's just uh, trying to trying to promote um, good old rum. So, what about this one? People who believe that 
A spoonful of sugar stops hiccups. I thought getting a fright stopped hiccups or having a shot of red cordial. How about um, drinking water about, upside down? Ooh, about burping uncontrollably. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Excuse this. Me. Damn. Sorry, Grievous. Sorry. Stop it. Sorry. I don't. I don't think the um, sugar will help with that. <laughs> I think your your only choice is to not drink. <laughs> well, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I need it. That's right. Funny boy. If our grievers have got any old wives' tales, home remedies out there, email us, grievancecommittee at outlook.com or tweet us on Twitter, Grievance Committee with all the numbers. See, you know, for things like, um, I don't know, you know, people have like disease and stuff like that. Um, you know, a lot of spiritual people believe that meditation and things like that can cure you. Yeah. Now, Obviously, physically, it can't do that. But I do believe that, like, being peaceful and calm stops stress. And obviously, if you're not stressed, then you're, um, you know, not being stressed can help a lot of things. Yes. But um, I don't think that uh, meditating to try and cure your cancer is going to work. Well, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Hey, it's, you know, big thing right now. There's a lot of different um, home remedies for things like disease and all that kind of stuff, isn't there? What about home re remedies for STDs? Oh, my God. Dear God, I can only imagine. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking our grievers. That's an uh, open-ended well, question. What have you tried? <laughs> have you decided not to go to the doctor and just... Uh, <laughs> I can honestly say, no word of a lie, I have never had a documented STD. Good. Good for you, Dan. Mind you. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. There's no, there's, no, there's no mind you. Well, um... Some you just pick, if you pick the scab enough, it'll just go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people say that earwax is good for, um, uh, what are they called? Cold sores. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh. I know, right? Gross, but hey, it's you know. Oh, I hate cold sores. I used to get them as a kid. They're fucking painful. Why don't you get them now? I thought once you get them, you can have them forever. Well, I carry. I probably carry the virus too, but I try not things like I try not to uh, be exposed out in the sun too long in the summer. Oh, is that if what playing... does that cause them? Well, if you get sunburn, it can lead to it. Okay. It's the same same thing. Some burnt lip. It's like a cold sore. Same symptoms. So. See, so is, 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 is a cold sore? It's a it's a. Is it an, is that an STD? No, it's not. Is it? Well, it's it's not it's a cold sore. Herpes not an family. STD, but the cold sore is from the herpes simplex virus. So technically, a cold sore is herpes. Most people, if not all people, carry that virus in their system, but for a lot of people it remains dormant. So if you have... Um, but for um, other people it's susceptible. If you have a cold sore and you um, mm -hmm. go downtown on somebody else, yeah. can they get herpes? Yeah, yeah fucking hope they can. Oh, my God. It's like this. Um, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for STDs. That shit will follow you home every time. The hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> that shit will follow you everywhere. 
It's true though. Oh god, gross. But did you die? <laughs> oh, good movie, good movie, guys. Talking of movies, we um, I'm putting out the idea of um, an episode. Oh, the watch along. The watch along. Um, I would love to hear from you guys and see what you think. Um, we were thinking of um, doing a bit of a watch along to um, a good old Aussie movie. The greatest Australian movie of all time. Yeah. And when we talk about a watch along, what we mean is we'll uh, advertise beforehand what movie we're going to be watching. Yeah. And at the, we'll let you know at the podcast when they hit play so you guys can listen to the podcast. I guess like an alternative commentary, if you will. Instead of listening to the movie, you wear the soundtrack to the movie. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we were looking at The Castle first up yeah. because any Australian who doesn't love The Castle certainly doesn't listen to this podcast. And they're an Australian. And anyone that listens to this podcast, I think they can have a bit of appreciation for Australian people, Which, so they may enjoy it. Well, the dude who played Con, you know, the, the wog neighbour? Yeah, yeah, Ape, yeah. Epic Cash. <laughs> he's just been accepted onto the bar. He's just, he's become a fucking judge. Really? In real life, like the actor. I can't think of his name. Oh, my god! Farkin from the wog boy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Come here, exactly. Farkin. Yeah. Oh, mate, yeah, I'll have to look his name up. Yeah, he's just, he's just become a fucking, he's qualified for the bar. Yeah, good on him. Wow. Yeah, so no, I think that's I think that's a great idea. I think our groupies would like it, and um, I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. Yeah, I think a watch along. It's a guaranteed hour and a half, and uh, we'll try not to butcher one of the greatest Australian movies of all time. But we both love it, and it's, and it's hilarious. It's I'm, I, I can all I can do is um, is be hey, myself and say what we I can just try it. Yeah, part one, part two, or you could do all together, whatever. Oh, I think it's a, it's a whole episode. you got to keep watching. You will not want to stop watching, yeah. would you? Well, that's right. We don't want to make the grievance hit stop. <laughs> Fuck. Dear and if God that's knows. a success, if that's a success, well, you know, maybe Pulp Fiction will have to be a double or a triple episode. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking Jimmy Jules. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me how good my coffee is. My bunny buys coffee. She buys shit. I know how good my coffee is. What I want to know is, look, I'm pulling in here. You see the sign out front? No, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Did you see the you know sign? Because it's not fucking the there. It's a dead nigga story. You know why you didn't see it? It's a fucking there. I don't deal with that shit. <laughs> Going off Kilda. So I think we're done with old wives' tales for one day. We do, but I'd like to hear from um, some of our grievers anything they'd want to tell us about. Uh, the, us, the craziest ones. Yep. <laughs> the craziest ones they've heard. <laughs> oh, here you go. What about the old this old chestnut? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> An apple a day, you'll probably get diabetes. It's full of sugar. An apple a day is good for you. How do you know? Do you eat an apple a day? No, probably every other day, maybe. I eat oh, some well, I do. I eat I eat at least two pieces of fruit a day. Do you? Good for you. Do you not Fuck eat? no. <laughs> what about veg? Uh, I'll only have veggies at dinner time. It's four, is it four and two? Oh, they reckon you should have fucking 16 serves of veggies and eight serves of fucking apples a day. <laughs> it's like, how much shit are you supposed to eat? When are you supposed to sleep and go to work and fuck and all that other well, stuff? Well, remember, you, remember your morning smoothies? 
Yeah, but I used to put a lot of shit into that. I guess it's, yeah. Well, you you okay, were working hard, weren't you? So Yeah, I was. But So for dinner, I'm going to have a trick of breast, a handful of spinach, a handful of kale, a handful of shit, and I'm going to blend it and drink it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I told you about the time I blended a Big Mac, didn't I? No. Oh, my God. I, I, want, ta- I, I do want I to hear that. It didn't taste very nice. What did you blend it with, but? Because you need a liquid, obviously. To oh, just a bit of water. Oh, that's revolting. Oh, so I've got a joke. You know how you like to leave us with a little funny something? I would love to hear a joke. Oh, I've got Well, you know my old, old, you know, what do you call a bloke with no arms and no legs, you know, say lying on your front doorstep, Matt, or you know, lying in your letterbox, Bill. Yeah. What do you call a baby with no arms and no legs in the middle of the ocean? A boy. Fucked. <laughs> Isn't that sick? It's not even a oh, joke. That's what it is. It's not even a... not a... But you're not expecting the answer. Well, I had the natural logical answer, didn't I? That's why it's funny, because it's a logic... Yeah, there you go. I won't tell you who told me that joke, but his name rhymes with Boston. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Mm. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in today. We will uh, speak to you next time. Yeah, take care, Grievous. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>